What's up? What's up? Shit, bro. We're all here. Let's do it. Start it up now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the wrestling universe. This is the RSN Wrestling Podcast, bringing you a special edition of a coverage of the reviews for TakeOver Phoenix and the Royal Rumble 2019. This is the one and only the big guy, Rich. We have the mastermind, Sal. Hey, what's up, guys? And we have a third gentleman here. Uh, Sal, would you like to do a big intro for this gentleman? Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta explain this in full depth. First of all, when we're talking about RSM Wrestling Podcast, it's a three-man team, and we're talking about we, we got Rich. Yeah, we got the big guy. We got me, and who's the end? It's not a Nick. It has to be. There's a specific Nick, and this is a Nick that in the world there's multiple Nicholas Lopez's. Definitely, but there's only one. One Nicholas Lopez. Yes, and this Nicholas Lopez also it op- operates a website called PWO Pro Wrestling Opinion, which you can also and find out. Only because he just do coverage. He goes in depth yep. with the coverage. And did you hear about this little intermission show that he does too? Fifteen minutes. Damn man, how can you fit? Oh, uh, would you like minutes? to enlighten the fans? Yeah. Well, let's have Nick speak about that. Wait, wait. Nick, you mean we have him? I think we have him. We have him here, right? Nick, are, are, are you here, Nick? Nick, are you there? Echo? Yes, yes. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Oh, welcome, shit, welcome. He's here. Oh, it's Nick. Yes, no. yes. We're, um, I'm here. So we, 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 it is officially, we're officially partying. Yeah. Um, yeah so I run a, a pretty fancy little website called ProWrestlingOpinion.com. Uh, our biggest thing. This year so far has been my 15-minute podcast intermission, where basically I talk about things happening in pro wrestling, uh, social media ramblings, uh, Raw, SmackDown, highlights, things of that nature. So um, then when I record, I, 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 just, I open Facebook, whatever's the first thing I see. I just start scrolling, and, and, and those are the topics. So I never know what I'm going to be talking about because I just base it off what people post. But we've done some pretty cool topics. Uh, I've mentioned things like uh, HBK uh, retiring, retiring, retiring. Uh, Benoit, uh, me, passing an opinion that he doesn't belong in the – WWE Hall of Fame. Um, those are actually topics that have sparked uh, Sports Kita uh, published stories as well. So I'm also on there if you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, that that's the basic gist of it. PWO is your go-to source for pro wrestling news, reviews, and interviews at that Rams as well. And uh, <laughs> if you want to check out uh we've done some interviews with this promotion from st louis called dynamo pro wrestling uh been doing it ever since like 2015 and pwo has been rolling since 2015 so you'll have to forgive me my my roommate is 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 dying next to me and i'm I'm really sad because he didn't get me oreos yet he he's not a real friend then damn Um, man that's fucked up that's real fucked up he didn't get you oreos man that's the most. Boyfriend. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. That's savage, 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 I know. Straight up, so, so not only do we provide you guys with wrestling information, we also provide you with a little comedy. That's right. That's like I said, this is whenever we're doing it, whether it's a 45-minute segment, an hour segment, whatever it is. Or 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Or, yes, or an intermission. Yeah, or intermission. There's always going to be something, you know, that's always there. And that's what makes RSN RSN. So, yeah. We are better than Impact. Better than Impact, but, oh, wait. I thought we're, we're, we're better than everyone. Damn, yeah, we are, but. but not quite, oh, I was, not quite I was as referring, good as Wendy's on Twitter, but we're, we're getting there. I was referring to the plugs that we do compared to the ones that they do on Impact. Yes. We're of way course. better. Of course, of course. This is the first. Did thing. you know yeah. that you could catch. Big Brother After Dark. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Exactly. That's how everyone reacts yep. when, the when they touch, do crickets. the plugs on Impact. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of impact, I mean, let's just go straight into it. I mean, we got a lot of shit to talk about, of course. All the stuff that's been going on in wrestling. Impact, man. What the fuck is happening to it? Like, I'm hearing that, um, like, especially, like, I think it was, like, a match with Ali or something. The crowd was just dead. Like, nothing. Oh, yeah. Just in the whole thing. Nothing was, like, you know, there was a big reveal, supposedly. Rosemary came out or something. And nothing. It was just dead. Like, it was like someone turned on a white noise machine and just went, fuck it. Like, sure, what? sure. Sure, sure. Um, my main question is, what channel is it on now? The the the, 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 the vacation a, channel. I don't even know the name of it. It's a channel that no one ever heard of, but they're affiliated with Twitch, which is pretty good. I mean, yeah. I, sounds real, sounds real good. I I don't know what happened. They, um, I think the best uh, thing they ever had was uh, well, they they settled into Pop TV pretty good. Um, but then again, they weren't, they're they weren't been on Destination America, though. Yeah, their 2016 and 2017 were probably their creative peak. I haven't really kept in touch with it, but I've seen like a whole different roster now. So it, it, it really seems like night and day. But I'm only still tuning in because of LAX and Tessa Blanchard. That's really it. I don't know the Destination America days. I wasn't too uh, too fond of. It was like hit or miss. Yeah. Well, of course now. I mean, I mean, look at the whole landscape now. Probably what six, seven years ago, it was all Impact. It was all you know certain stars: Kurt Angle, Drew Galloway, you know Bobby Lashley. Now you see these guys are on Raw now, WWE, and they're and like some of them are agents now. That's kind of crazy, right? I mean, recently, I think they just said that Abyss uh, was Joseph Parks and uh, Sanjay Dutt are now, and Hurricane Helps, who are, who are formerly, I think, Dafari. Yeah. They're all agents for TNA or Impact Wrestling. Now they're actually shifting over to WWE. It's kind of bizarre, right? The only one who I could see still possibly getting in the ring is Sanjay. Sanjay Dutt, yeah. But then it's like, I think, I think like Hurricane Helms, for example. Who has a very high, like, big presence online, well-respected. Fans love him. Fans love him, yeah. And it's like, you know. My opinion, in the 2018 Rumble, I think that might have been the biggest pop. That was, that was. And then him and Cena staring down, that was like, holy shit. All we got to see is another rock segment. And speaking of more agents, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, yes, yes. Well, well, we got to talk about the Rumble first. Rumble, man. What do you guys think about it? I think it had if you its want to catch uh, coverage of the Rumble. You could check it on pwl.com. Yeah. Yes, I actually did a little uh, talking about this on intermission. Um, I guess we'll. Uh, well, there were two of them: the men's and the women's. Um, but uh, I'd say the women's. It uh, it was affected by what happened earlier in the show, and um, my money was on Charlotte, uh, just based on how that division's being booked. Um, but I, I, I had chosen Charlotte if Becky didn't Becky somehow was, uh, get involved, and Becky got involved. So that's how that worked out. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they're not... Well, the rumors going around are that Charlotte is going to be working her way into the Ronda Rousey-Becky Lynch match, which I think is a huge mistake. Um, they need to just yep. keep it at Lynch and Rousey because that this was already the proposed match that was supposed to happen at Survivor Series. We didn't get it because of Lynch's injury. Charlotte, uh, you know, we've already we've already been down that road with Lynch and Charlotte, so they don't they don't really need to to mix it up at WrestleMania. Charlotte can have her own program with Asuka, honestly, and and no one would complain. She could even take on uh, someone from Raw just, just for the sake of it. You know, there, there's plenty of other things they could do with her because Charlotte's been that history maker. She's done this. She's done that. Um, it's not that she hasn't been in a WrestleMania main event. She has been, but I, I don't I don't think she's fit for the WrestleMania main event, which right now, honestly, you have to give it to Lynch and Rousey. If this is the if, if this is the time that they push women's wrestling, this is the time to do it. Um, there's no other better opportunity right now. Lynch is the most popular uh, wrestler right now in WWE. You you listen to uh, I, I can argue that one. I think she's the most popular wrestler in wrestling. 
Yeah, yeah. She, I think she's the most popular person in America right now. Or yeah, maybe definitely. even the world. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know. She she could be president right now, if the government was shut uh-huh. down. She was behind that Oval Office. She would say, "Get the fuck out of here." I'm get, I'm I'm putting it back on. And, and, and the, the funny thing is about Becky Lynch's character. I feel if I feel like it's such a, a departure from uh, what it once was, but maybe it's a good thing. But essentially, all she really did was um, put on a black T-shirt that said the man and wear a black leather jacket. And she became Stone Cold Steve Austin. All she had to do was those three things to become the most popular person uh, like ever. To be honest, I would vote Becky for 2020. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, I would, too. Someone, someone make it happen. Someone listening. I mean, bringing. As long as you put that shirt, just say the man 2020. That's it. Everybody will get on that in a heartbeat. If you think about it, the last presidential election, Broken Man Hardy got over 2,000 votes. And that says a lot. Yeah, that's true. And uh, a gorilla who got shot, Harambe, we miss you, he got 1,000 votes. So what can Becky Lynch get? Yeah. I think what it really comes down to is Becky Lynch, like, and the thing is with her character, what I like about it, it's not bizarre. It's not out there. It's not something that just like the New Day, for example. It was not like, you know, something that was just, you know, cool and funny or whatever, or like a comedic act. This was a, like a legit intense kind of thing that just developed over time. And you ne- rarely see that in people. You rarely see that. Austin was one of those guys that did that. The Rock did that a while back. Velveteen Dream, I think, in my opinion, he's starting to do that right now. There's a couple of guys that are doing that, but – it's just hard. I think it's hard to, to kind of utilize that. And I think Vince even challenges his roster. He tells him, he's like, why can't you guys be like this? Why are you guys so, like, you know, why are you guys so scared about it? Just, you know, do something about it. And it's weird. You know, so nobody's taking that brass ring. But you see Becky Lynch, she's done that. She's done that. She's transcended all of her, like, what she what character was laid out for her, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, when they, I bet when they looked into – and here's another thing, too. This, is, this isn't a character that was, like, Probably on. Would you say this was a character on, uh, let's say, on a um, uh, a conference room where they just plotted it out and said, "This is how we're gonna build this character." I think. Uh, it, I, think oh, just, yeah. I think she went in and said, "This is what I want to do." Yeah, I think it was like a tangent. Yeah. If you if you remember, it was it was the heel turn that didn't quite stick, so the people ended up cheering her more, so they ended up just running with it. Charlotte should have just been the heel from the get go. I mean, I'm sorry. She she's better she's better off as a heel. She was basically the heel for like the entire feud with Sasha Banks back in 2016, 2017-ish. So I I don't know why they would have um Well, did you guys watch SmackDown this week or no? I read I read the recap. I, I saw the report. So that that She played a great heel actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, then she's so just so much better at it. But the funny thing is, uh, if they're if they're trying to work Charlotte into this uh, supposed triple threat, I didn't really get. You know, they didn't. She didn't even mention the the royal the, the rumble or that. You know, oh, she just inserted herself and he's just an in ring agent. She's not. You know, the only thing she said was, "I'm very happy." In a sarcastic way, she said, "I'm very happy for you." Uh, yeah, I'm very I, I, happy for you. Yeah, I get the sarcasm. Nothing else. I get the sarcasm part, but the you know you would think like you know to to work her way into a triple threat, you know you think she would at least you know cry foul that Lynch won the rumble yeah. to begin with. Like start pushing it now with WrestleMania as well. Like yeah, a little over a month. That's yeah, right. I mean when well, you look at um, yeah, I mean when you look at the calendar, what do they have? I mean, elimination Chamber is later this well, month, right? This is, this, I think, I think, I think the next step for the for the Lynch and Charlotte thing, and, and this is what I had suggested. I talked about this a little bit on intermission. What they should we do. You check it on pwl.com. Yeah, exactly. I got nine episodes, fifteen minutes each. Do the math. I can't. Nine episodes. That's crazy. Nine fifteen minute segments. I like the laughing from the peanut gallery in the background. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to him today. <laughs> We should have that as like a segment. That, that being said, <laughs> like back, a to going, back to where I was going before. Um, what they should do, and to be, I will give them credit. They are really good at teasing things happening at WrestleMania or during WrestleMania season. 
Charlotte should be. They should do Becky Lynch versus Charlotte at at Elimination Chamber just to. Um. So the idea would be that if uh, Charlotte wins, you know, the matchup at WrestleMania becomes a triple threat. If Becky wins, then Charlotte's out of that picture and can't fight for the title for the next six months or just something crazy like that. Just a random that, stipulation that for so, Becky winning. And this is this this is the match where Lynch wins at some close calls. She she gets her her well deserved main event. She goes on the mania, beats Ronda Rousey, and, and and her character is set for the rest of the year. You don't have to do anything, and the people are gonna soak it up. This is what this is what WWE should be focused on. They should be focused on the people. The people like Becky Lynch. They love Becky Lynch. Why are you not doing these kinds of storylines to cater towards those fans? Because Cause if you remember what Triple H said in the beginning of the year, we're going by what the authority wants, and you guys, the WWE Universe, are the authority. That's true. I mean, he, and that's true. I think I think uh, Rich brings up a good point. If you look at what they're doing right now, it seems like they're kind of catering towards everybody. Look at the women's picture. Not really. Proxta has the title. I mean that's true in a sense. I mean they're all basically you can't make everybody happy. Vince wants something, the fans want something. He's trying to make everybody happy. You gotta look at his position. He's trying to satisfy his shareholders, the fans, his, his father-in-law. You know, there's a whole bunch of people that he's got to take into consideration. Of course, you know we probably want to say, oh, you know this should be this, this should be that. But at the same time, you know he got his own process. At the end of the day, I think the old man should just leave, focus on his XFL. The Super Bowl's tomorrow, so. Do your own little Super Bowl. Get out of wrestling. Give all your shares to Shane, to Stephanie, to Triple H. Let them do what they have to do with it. I mean, for example, looking at this, the whole women's picture with Charlotte, you know, this whole dynamic between Charlotte and Becky and then Seth and Dean put on Raw. It kind of seems like – I think it's a great feud, by the way. It feels like two parallels, but they're both – have like some kind of similarity. I mean, there's always that other factor, that wild card. So, in this case, like, you know, Dean, you know, of course, he's got his own little thing. Rumors that he's about to leave, you know, of course, it's causing heat. Of course, the big thing is that, yeah. He's going to AEW. Yeah, the rumors that he's going to AEW or the the peculiar kind of, you know, strange thing that they did where they just went ahead and announced the fact that he was leaving prematurely, which they never do, you know, or rarely do. So it's kind of weird. And then you see Charlotte with this whole thing with her, you know, and and again, like Nick said, it's kind of like they're trying to launch her into the picture somehow. But again, you got to think of it. Elimination chambers around the corner, fast lanes around the corner. They got to go ahead and sell these pay-per-views, too, on the way to WrestleMania. So it's kind of hard. I mean, they don't have Roman Reigns again. So they're kind of thinking, shit, how the fuck do we sell this? But again, you got to think of it. It's like there's more than just Roman Reigns. There's other things. There's out there. other talents that can there's other talents. And, and if, if you don't focus on these talents, guess what's going to happen? They're going to go to other promotions. I'd say not just AEW, New Japan, ROH. There's a bigger market out There's a bigger, bigger market out there. Well, there is one person we know isn't leaving. And that's AJ Styles. He yeah. signed. He got his three years part time deal. Oh, um, it, it's confirmed to be three years. I didn't. I didn't yeah. They didn't. Yeah. Um, the article I saw. They oh, didn't nev- uh, specify the amount the of time. Big, never got the big guy. Three, three, guy, three years. Would pro- he, he would probably end his career after that because I think three years is the maximum that he's willing to go. He said he will do four years. He said he'll do four years as long as it's part-time. Yeah. Again, hey, deserves it. Yeah, most of these guys I think are. Like, if you look at Joe, Joe's almost, you know, getting up there. Freaking, uh, yeah. If you think about it, all the guys that came over from Impact or New Japan, they're in their late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of brings up the fact, like, how to – and some guys even in NXT. Like, these guys are all in their 40s. They're they're thinking about leaving at some point. But I think it also brings the fact that it's not like, okay – like, Christopher Daniels once said it. He's like, I would never go to WWE because why would they want a 40-something-plus-year-old, you know, guy in, you know, the wrestling wrestling and stuff like that for them. But then there's also other opportunities. That's why these guys are staying with WWE. I mean, of course, you know, you could say – you could argue the fact that there's AEW. They're offering all these big contracts. But at this point, I mean, personally, in my opinion, I think AEW is just uh, it's just a lot of hype, a lot of fire. Okay, I see what's going on. Like, okay, you're making it spicy, but now, okay, let's see what's going on. Let's actually put this thing into action. Until it's then, that's when I'm, you know, I'll be a believer. But I don't really see where this is going. You know, I think it's just WWE trying to. They might be under threat, 
but I feel like it's just another thing for talent to use as leverage. And I think we spoke about this before. All these other things like revival leaving, the rumors that Maria can Maria and uh, um, Maria's leaving, Mike. right? And Mike Canales, right? They're both leaving. It just brings up the fact that you know it's just I think all this is is just leading up to that, and they're using it as leverage. Dean Ambrose might be leaving soon, of course, you know. And the rumor was that they were trying to re-sign a lot of other people, including AJ Styles. And they said we'll pay you double whatever the competition offers. Yeah, and their and their and their argument is, oh, we have that Fox deal. Okay, well, you know, show them the cash. What's there? You know, it just brings up money. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys. Six months from now, what do you see happening? This is after WrestleMania, let's say, right? This is what uh, August. So this is around the time pre SummerSlam. April after WrestleMania. Why are you jumping all the way in August? Yeah, the spring spring clean is right after WrestleMania. Six six months. Six months. Let's let's make a. A plan, because of course things can always happen. Damn, damn. So you're going spring and friggin' fall cleaning. Yeah, screening right through it. Yeah, that's it. What do we do in the summer? You got money in the bank. You got your whole, you know, bullshit pay per views. Great, another great balls of fire. Probably they'll call it probably call it testicles of fire at some point. Whatever. You know. Yeah, because you know it's PG. They, yeah, they but can. it's slowly drifting away. If you realize. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, something that I, I I've been dying to bring up, and um, some uh, something that's really bracking my mind is is it me or is people or are people just turning without any explanation? I've seen it happen at least four times this week. It happened with yeah, uh, Elias. Rusev, yeah, Elias. Um, who's I don't know why they would change it back when he was just starting to that get was over. Just, that was weird. That was completely weird. Like, why? You know, this whole thing with Jarrett coming in at number two. Like, okay, I understand. Probably, I thought it was probably a gag. And then they're announcing there's a match on Monday. I don't know. You know, it's like. I was expecting a uh, guitar and a pole match since they both play guitar. Yeah. Vince Russo came back then. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Vince Russo. Oh, that, that's, oh, that's, oh that's Elias versus Jeff Jarrett. Guitar and a pole. Wait for that. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on, man. Let's put the yeah, roadie on a pole and just call it a day. Yeah, just call it. We just put him on a put him on a forklift. And if um and uh and uh, I I don't know if uh, Triple H is a, a baby face now, but it looks like Proud Papa from NXT is, is on the main roster, so I guess that's a thing. Um, there were uh, I saw some post about Dean Ambrose supposedly working as a face at the most recent house show. Yeah, he was teaming with Finn. Well, they said it was a fatal four way, but that he was uh, that it. Uh, yeah, that's four people in a match. Um, it was a four fatal four way turned into a tag team match. Ooh, sounds like fun. Yeah, real fun. Tag team, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking comedy, guys! <laughs> oh man, and uh, and and then someone else and and someone else did it. This a uh, Bruce said, "Why why the why the fuck would they turn him heel?" I don't, I don't uh, I have no idea. It's just it's bizarre. A merchandising nightmare. I don't know. I think and it's they, just and they did it without reason. Like yeah. one day they're a heel, one day they're a face. It's like the Divas Division from 2006. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. It's like Big Show. Everybody's Big Show now. Turning, you know. Yeah. One- Turn around, you're a heel. Oh, turn around, you're a face. Oh, like, okay. My, like, like my thing is, is oh, Lashley. Uh, oh no, that was that was a long time ago. But uh, well, Lashley, I think he's just becoming more intense now. I guess they're trying to push him as this guy that picks on you know indie darlings, quote unquote. Well, they, like they, they, they should really push him like uh, like how they did it in uh, in Impact because that was the best incarnation of his character. I don't think he really. That was needs an amazing a, a, heel turn. Yeah, I don't think he needs. Impact. I don't think he needs a manager per se, but if it helps him get to the IC title, and obviously it did, then well, that's just doing good things. Uh, I, well, since we brought up Leo Rush, if you guys look on Instagram, the big guy was on Instagram Live with Leo Rush. <laughs> Lee, Lee, what's what's Plan B? Blah. <laughs> yeah, Leo, if you're hearing this. Fuck Plan B. Lashley's sticking in the main card. He's staying in the main card. Fuck out of here. He's not going nowhere. That was, yeah. He stays in character on Instagram. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, damn, man. And he just like. He... I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah. 
But yeah, they, if the uh, I mean I don't know if they're eventually setting the table up for a KO return. Uh, maybe the maybe this will happen at Mania. Maybe maybe he comes back between the time between Elimination Chamber and Mania, and he maybe he comes back as a face to get revenge uh, on team, team Lashley. Uh, and or what they could even do, they um, if if Sammy comes back, I don't know, I don't know the timetable on his return, but maybe I think the, they're maybe both around the same time. Both. Yeah, maybe they'll wait for both of them to recuperate so they could come back as faces, get revenge on Lashley, and, then and go for the tag maybe team even maybe even throw Leo Rush in there just to make it a tag match. I mean, it's just an idea, but it's something that. You know, it seems to be that the story that they want to tell. Because when they turned Lashley, they did it at KO's expense to write him off television. But they could have done that with anyone, not just you know Kevin Owens. So yeah, it's very interesting the way the way that they set it up. I feel like it kind of just started the domino effect of all the random turns, though. So um, I'm not quite sure why WWE is doing that. It's a little bit like why how why how are we supposed to emotionally invest in the people that we see on the show? If they're constantly changing their ideologies, so you know, if they're saying one thing and then doing another, and then the next week it's the complete opposite of the week before, what what's the point of even watching? You know, that's right. It's like the uh, it's like the hero in the movie becomes the villain, and then the villain becomes the hero by the end of it. It, it you don't really get that that foregone conclusion. That's right. I think again, really, what it is is just. If you look at what they're doing, what's going to happen after Mania? They're going to have Saudi Arabia tour. They're going to go back to Saudi Arabia, collect that Saudi money, that good old Saudi money, you know, get that, you know, get that cash. That's it, you know. They can't get any women on the show. So can't get any women on the show, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it just comes down to the fact they're just trying to develop something there, like just to change it up. But, again, I think what it is is fans, they see that. Like, we're seeing that right now. We, we see look, – we look right through that. We're like, okay – this guy's heel is kind of face. What the fuck is the point of this? There's no purpose in this, X, Y, Z. It just comes down to, I think what it is, is just they're trying to change the landscape. Because I think now what they're realizing is it's not just the main card now. There's also the mid card. They got to develop all these other things, all these other programs. They got to have something. You realize, sometimes the mid card has better storylines than the main card. I was probably two years ago. Two years ago, they had a better story. Not now. I think now they're pretty like you know how a couple years ago they were like the IC title and the US titles are are mid card titles. They're kind of irrelevant now. It's kind of going back to that. But if you think about the one who made the IC title kind of main title was the Miz. That's right. And I've been on SmackDown. I mean, you even the US title. He brought back the US title kind of back into it. And then you saw like Cena holding the title. You had, you know, this person holding it. Owens came in. It just comes down to, I think, what it is, is we're kind of regressing back into that now. Of course, Miz is kind of in his own problem, you know, his own kind of tangent where he's having this thing with Shane. It's hard to say. Best tag team in the world. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand where they're trying. What do you guys think they're going to go with this with Shane, with Shane McMahon? And I Miz? see one of them losing a match. Which leads to a WrestleMania match between the two. Yeah, it's pretty who the obvious they're working. In the world is. It's pretty obvious they're working their way towards a Mania match. But um, I mean, I'm loving the their their team while it's still a thing. Um, I'm hoping it lasts a little bit longer. I mean, they could even extend it to SummerSlam if they if they if they really if they could extend they could extend the team into Mania, and then just have the payoff at at SummerSlam. I mean, this is that something that bad. you could. This is something that you could prolong. So honestly, I I, I hope they don't rush it because um, I mean, sure, Shane has his WrestleMania moments. He's got to jump off some kind of large structure to make the people happy. But oh, this year this is something that this year he this, already this leaked what he's doing. This year he said he's jumping off the last row in the in the stadium. Hopefully. Hopefully that. Hopefully that. Hopefully it has a better ending than yeah. SummerSlam 2000. Hopefully that. That being said. Um, I mean, uh, something else I wanted to talk about too. Um, obviously, I'm sure you guys have seen all the pictures and everything. Daniel Bryan's eco-friendly belt. Oh man, is that not the greatest thing or what? That I, I think is good. I think it's great. I think what they do is it's just hilarious. I was like, damn man, him him dropping the belt in the toilet. I mean, in the 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 garbage. That was kind of oh. like. I, a lot of people you know, like yeah. You know, it's not an RSN episode unless Sal pulls the Eva Marie. 
Probably I did. You just said he dropped in the toilet. <laughs> toilet, yeah, I really did. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, you saw that reaction. You saw that. Note to self: Don't use the bathroom at Sal's. I probably won't. Yeah, I, probably, I mean, if you look at the uh, like, um, I mean, not, but I mean, uh, you saw the reaction from the fans when they when they threw that title right there in the garbage. The fans were like, "Oh, it was like a gas." It was like, "Oh shit," and it was kind of like that. I was like, "Damn, man, like that's kind of fucked up." And then he just pulls out a, like a belt made of wood and four twenty. Interesting. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I do like the design though. I, I think it's cool. I like I like what they're doing with this. It's kind of interesting. It kind of brings it back to like if you look at all the people that customize belts, the Miz, you know, he turned the W upside down. Uh, Edge, he turned his belt into a Rated R belt. You know, Cena with the spinner. Cena with the spinner. Yeah, it, it just puts. I hate it, the spinner. Yeah. yeah, the spinner. Yeah, but it's like I like, um, I like the design. Yeah. I mean, who who could have imagined like three years ago that Daniel Bryan would be the leading heel right now on SmackDown? And I guess, I guess, it, and and watching his uh, watch, if you watch when he came out at the Rumble, to his music, and not a single person did the yes chant. Maybe a couple here and there, but that if you if you can make the Chase if a, a stadium full of Chase Field people and Rich, you know how large Chase Field is because it's the uh, home of the Diamondbacks. It's a really big ass ballpark. Yeah. If you can make that amount of people just sit still on their hands, and when three four years ago they'd be chanting yes and blow the roof off the place, then I think you've done a pretty good job as a heel. Yeah, and just just to bring up something that you said. Baseball stadium holds what like forty one thousand people in it, Chase. Yeah. Apparently there was almost forty nine thousand. Yeah. Where the fuck were the other eight thousand? Well, they're known to blow up their attendance oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, numbers a uh, little bit more than maybe usual. a couple years ago. Apparently there yeah, was they added about four thousand. Yeah, they added about what, like twenty five thousand more people, which uh, I didn't know. I guess Mister Fan has the power to create humans. Yeah, I guess. And just yeah. stick them in random places in the arena. Yeah. And you get to pick them out of thin air. It's like, oh, okay. I guess, you know, we'll just add another. Yeah. What's the tally? Oh, you know, we'll just add another 8,000. Just fucking add it. It's like, whatever. Oh, something, was something, like... something else on my mind, too. Uh, uh, kind of a different topic, but something I wanted to bring up, too. Uh, how far gone has No Way Jose became that the fact that um, he was pushed in NXT with an actual story and he had a few with Austin Aries and all more than just a song and a dance. And on the main roster of Royal Rumble, the guy comes out with the Congo line. He gets eliminated in three seconds and he's right back to dancing right back out. Like, cool. what the hell? Yeah. Who are you talking about? No way, Jose. No way, Jose. The dancing guy from NXT. The guy was pretty pissed. He was pretty pissed after. If you look at his face, he was pretty, like, pissed off. Like, it seemed like there was something backstage, some backstage stuff going on, too. Like, maybe that he's not happy with his position, you know. I, I wouldn't be. At least in NXT, he they gave him, like, a story and, um, like, a repertoire. Now he's just the careless guy who dances with the Congo line. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's another gimmick. It's, it's another new... Adam Rose. It's another... Um... Yeah, I was about to say, he's the new Adam Rose. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cheap man's Adam Rose. And Adam Rose is already a cheaper man's Adam Rose. Oh, man. Yeah. They fucked that up so bad. Like, I don't know what... And that's the thing. They're basically going to go through that same shit. Like, okay, let's reboot this guy's character five times, and then we'll see who works. Oh, it doesn't work. All right, well, let's just go ahead and release this guy. Yeah, since we're speaking on uh, irrelevant people, apparently Mojo Raleigh's coming back with a new persona again. I kind of like this heel run, but I don't know what else you could do. Yeah, exactly. That's just what it is. Did any is anybody keeping tabs on the World Collider? Which like obviously WCW inspired, but still full nonetheless. Yeah. But the, you know, the, just, the ironic, the ironic thing ended. is, if if they would just have, if they would just have these kind of matches all the time, you wouldn't really need to have a special for it, and the main roster would really benefit so much more. Yeah, it just ended. Well, even though it was pre-taped a week ago. Yeah. They just aired the final match: Velveteen Dream beat Tyler Bate. Yeah, and then of course I think they spoiled that later on. He's challenging for the North American title in NXT. They filmed two different endings: him winning the title and him losing the match. 
Yeah. But then he. I heard he still. I heard he 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 was the champion, but they just. I think they. I guess maybe they did that to troll the fans, but uh, you know I don't think um, they, they filmed would... both of them just to see because they're still undetermined which uh, finish they want to do. That's interesting. My personal opinion: give him the title, make him happy, so he stays. Because the kid is fucking twenty three years that old. The second, I thought the second go at it was uh, just Gargano getting a cheap shot and just stealing the belt back. No, it was uh, they filmed two different finishes to determine. They're gonna determine the week of to see which one they want to go with. That's weird. My personal know. opinion. Yeah, that's that's kind of odd to put out there. That's a first my personal yeah, opinion. Give him a title. That's like the give the kid a title. He's twenty three years old. Every he... freaking wrestling legend. But what does he have to be pissed about? Like here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't understand. A, a couple of takeovers ago, he was wearing uh, what'd you call? It? He was wearing pants that said "Call me up, Vince." And he's like so on into oh, let me just you know go into the let me just go into you know. Just go to the main roster. And he's been talking about interviews. He's like, if I were to on SmackDown Raw, I would thrive. You know, might as well bring him up, you know. But now he's like, and now he's like, oh, I'm pissed. I think it's just trolling. He's probably trolling us. Nah, I understand where he's coming from. He's pissed because the kid has talent through the roof. This yeah. kid has the ability to the hold the skills. company down. Yeah. His the character. Amazing. Yeah, that's true. But again, it's also the fact Cena that is saying, yeah, Cena is saying this kid should be on the main roster. Yeah, Kurt, this guy should be on the main roster. Stone Cold, this kid is going to be a legend. He's twenty three years old. Yeah, he has the look. That's right. Why isn't he on the main roster yet? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I think again, if you look at NXT, look at all the things that are going on. If they take him off to NXT, if they take Alistair Black from NXT, what's left? I already have. Okay, yeah, Chompa, you have Gargano, you have Undisputed Era, but then, you have yeah. Warrior. But then for how much longer, you know? They got to keep changing up the picture. There's going to be new faces coming in. You know, they're going to have Matt Riddle soon, you know, try to headline the picture. They're probably going to have people like Keith Lee try to take over, you know? But then it's just, again, it just comes to the fact they got to take this thing as a consideration. And when did, I mean... You have to remember this. Yeah. Triple H has the ability to grab talent from other companies. That's right. He's did it before. He's going to keep doing it. He's a master negotiator. So, That's right. Okay. So we lose three people. We lose Black. We lose Dream. And they're probably going to lose Shayna Baszler soon to the main roster. That's right. Okay. We lose three people. We'll gain six other people in the next performance center class. Which, by the way... Uh, We've seen him live. Uh, Punishment Martinez has been doing amazing, they said. Wow, someone made a Becky 316 shirt with her bloody face in the in the center of it. Oh, just throwing out there, her promo Monday when she announced she was facing Ronda, gold. Oh, yeah, that was, that was just straight up on point. Ronnie, I told you I'll be back for you. And that's what. That's why they need to be finished as a singles match. You throw Charlotte in there, it ruins the whole dynamic. Exactly. But Triple H has flown to other countries to grab their top talent. What makes you think he won't do it again if he loses people to the main roster? Very true, very true. Um, any thoughts on the um, on the universal title situation? And again, I I, I kind of called this from the get go that they were gonna do Rollins and Lesnar because it's the better story to tell. I got three words. Oh, yeah, we all had mania history. I, I got three words. Fuck Brock Lesnar. We all call that though. We all called if yeah. Lesnar retained, it was gonna be Seth. If Lesnar lost, it was going to be Drew winning. Someone, um, uh, someone talked about uh, like another scenario because people were were thinking he would pick Brian because that would be the better in ring contest. And that true, would to be an extent. 
But uh, they could always pull that out at a at a later show. They could do that next year's WrestleMania for all we know. Or they could, or they could do that at Survivor Series when they do the champion versus champion. Yeah, exactly. Although I would like to see Seth and AJ. That would be a great match. Again, I think what it really comes down to, and Vince said this before too. I think there's reports. Vince doesn't want to lose Brock, but why? I don't understand. Fuck like, him. Yeah, he's gonna fuck be, Brock. At this point, let him walk. Yeah, the guy has no fucking bottom teeth on his mouth. His whole bottom <laughs> row is fucking false teeth. Fuck him. Leave. No one fucking likes you, bro. <laughs> you fear Matt Riddle. Don't count Vinny out. I want that shirt. I want him if I ever see him. Brock Lesnar fears Matt Riddle. Probably does, but then I mean, again, he's in a bidding war. I think at this point, it's just it's eBay basically. I call it eBay. He's basically whoever has bid the most money, he's gonna go there. If AEW wants him, they'll take him. They got the money. If UFC wants him, they know why it's gonna be like bring his ass over. He's gonna come over. Fuck me. What's if you think about it? He goes to UFC. He'll fight only one time a year. Specifically, Vinny Pacifico needs a (laughs) No, I'm kidding. What's his name? It's Oregon again. If Brock Lesnar goes to UFC, he'll fight one time a year, which is exactly what he wants. Yeah. How do you spell it? P A C. Oh, I'm stupid. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) well, it's it's almost like around the Rousey situation, except for Rousey, it seems like she's gonna be more for the family aspect of things, where Lesnar is just. The only thing I'll give Lesnar credit for is that his matches, he always looks like he goes through a war, like a building fell on him or some shit like that. He's always got, like, marks and bruises. And um, they told the story at Rumble pretty good. I mean, Lesnar came, you know, he sold for Balor as much as he could strategically. It, it was there. The, the in-ring except psychology the, was strong. Except for those uh two table shots. Those weren't fucking fake. Those were legit. Injury, yeah, yeah, those look painful. I mean, uh, and that, maybe that was Brock's well, idea to. Well, to do you know the story behind that. that though? Not fully. He uh, a couple years ago he was fighting. I believe it was Alistair Overeem. No, it was Cain Velasquez in a UFC fight. He had three feet of colon removed from his body. Yeah, doctor said you can't fight for a year. Yeah, he fought one month after, got kicked in the ribs. His inside shut down, and excuse me for what I'm about to say, fans, he shit himself in the octagon. Yeah, this case is. I think I think he spoke about it in your book too. He, he said in his book too, he was like how uh, he was going through all kinds of things uh, in regards to his thing. Of course, it was his diet too. You know, he was on like uh, he was addicted to I think vodka and I think pain medication, and that's what caused him to have like a hole in his stomach. So literally, while he was going, I think on a hunting trip classic Brock Lesnar, he went ahead and he, uh, they found a hole in his stomach. He went to a couple of doctors here and there and, then, and told them that he had diverticulitis. Then right after that, they said, okay, you have two options. Either you're going to wear a colostomy bag, which most likely you will, or you uh, life, or we're going to have to go ahead and go take off your colon. And he was like, I'm not doing none of that shit. So then he went ahead and did that shit. Of course, he shot himself and then you know, the rest is history. He ended up going ahead and doing that. There's this whole thing, of course. And, I mean, here's the thing. But, but Brock Lesnar, a lot of people talk about his diverticulitis, his whole, you know, his whole thing. It's a rough battle. He was on the deathbed. Yeah. This guy was losing weight on the dot. It was crazy. And they said that it was if he didn't do nothing, that's it. He was going to die. He was done. That's it. And they said any doctor, like, when doctors looked at his reports, they were crying. They're like, holy shit. Like, this guy recovered after all that, literally with a hole in his stomach. And so, came back to B. Finn pushed mm-hmm. him into the table, hit the mm-hmm. edge of the table in the right spot. And I'm like, oh shit, Finn might actually win this match if he keeps tapping yeah. that one spot. I mean, um, yeah. I don't know. They did it to protect him that he didn't uh, suffer a F5, but he took one after the match. I think uh, I, maybe they did that to protect him, but I think what they should have done, they should have had him kick out of at least one, you know, before they led into the other finish. Because yeah. the tap out yeah. to the Kimura after in that five, I would have, I would have bought that as a better finish. Well, and again, also the fact is, that... I'm upset he 
finally lost at a pay-per-view. Well, here's the thing, too. He wasn't the demon, though. Every other big pay-per-view, he's always a demon. And this one, for some reason, he wasn't. Oh, if he was the demon, he definitely would have won. It seems like they don't want they don't want to uh, bring the demon out because if you see what WWE's doing, they're like trademarking everything, but at the same time they don't really want to do it. It's just like no, let's just go ahead and get rid of it. It's it's, it's, it's uh, you know it's kind of weird, you know, at this point. It's just like you know every time he dons that demon moniker, he wins or he you know he becomes like an intense character. It's like a different dimension. It's Jekyll and Hyde, you know. So it just brings up the fact that they. I think at this point. Like right, he went from fighting for the universal title to going ahead. Yeah, so I was saying before, Finn. Finn is basically, I think, one of those characters that they really need to develop because, of course, like you see with Seth, they went ahead and they took this whole year to develop from WrestleMania to, uh, you know, of course, WrestleMania 34 to now. Look at all he's done. He's been the workhorse. He's done. He's put on that mental, and now they're about to kind of pass him along into that universal title picture. I think they're kind it's of about, doing the same thing with Finn. It's about time, though. Oh, they kind cause... of. Um, well, he's kind of back in the IC title mid car, upper mid car kind of mix, which I guess is a good thing for him. But I guess uh, the tease with the universal title was a good one, but ultimately he should find his way back to the. Universal title picture because I feel like that's where he belongs. Uh, and again, I always wonder what would have happened had he not injured his shoulder at SummerSlam 16. Yeah, he probably would have held the title for over a year. We could have seen AJ Styles versus Finn, Bullet Club. You never know, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, well, let's. I mean, I kind of wrap this up. Tw- WWE 24. Last thing I think we should talk about. There was a Fuck Brock Lesnar with that shit. Yeah, Brock Lesnar threw the title at Vince McMahon, and you see a clip of him, and basically, you know, as he's walking away, you know, I guess he was pissed, quote unquote. Vince is like asshole, you know. He's like, he's like, get, he's like, hey asshole, and it just cuts. You know, it's okay. Let's let that happen. Brock drops the title, but then we'll give him another title run. And it's interesting. Anyone else yeah. does that, oh, you're getting fined, suspended, and possibly fired. And it's interesting how that will, that kind of confirmed the report that he did throw the title and there was heat after Mania. So it's kind of like, holy shit. And then, of course, you know, months after he ended up working um, uh, the, the Greatest Royal Rumble, you know, and everything else, it was all clear after that. So, I mean, but what do you guys think that was? Was it, What do you think Brock threw the title because he was pissed? Was it because, you know, Dana White was in, in, in the crowd? Was it, you know, he was trying to that, – that Vince – do you think Vince was trying to get into his UFC negotiations? What do you guys think? Fuck Brock Lesnar. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of over it, but I, 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 I give him. I, like I said, I give him credit. At least he does the thing in the ring, uh, with the right opponent. He, he, always, he, he always, he always sells. So I mean, like I said, like I mentioned before, he always look, leaves the ring looking like a building fell on him. <laughs> Thank you, Peanut Gallery. You're so fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just an update: the Oreos have not been purchased yet. Oh man, come on, come on, come on Vinny. Yo, where the fuck are those double stuffed Oreos? Come on, man. I'll give you double stuffed, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you soft baked? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Damn, fuck yeah, but I mean, this whole thing with Brock throwing the title. I mean, it, it, they they showed it on a documentary. They showed it on on TV, and like it was okay, no problem. You know, what do you guys think that was? Do you think Brock was just pissed? Was because of course I think people were speculating that he was pissed that uh, Roman went wasn't didn't go over and Brock went over. I just want to throw this out there. Titus gave Vince a hug, suspended for three months. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, and Brock throws a title, and it's like, oh, no problem. Gets rewarded with another title run. Yeah, and gives. Well, him- there's. Uh, I I would argue there are degrees of invincibility. Brock Lesnar's just kind of just pretty much untouchable, and Titus O'Neil is, is is pretty much known as the guy who slid at the at the Royal Rumble. So I mean, there's Titus World Slide. Yeah, World Slide. he so, did. A good job. He, he did a good job this one though. 
He did a good job at this one. Like, yeah, he, he stopped. Just, he stopped and he actually looked and he was like, okay. Oh, Kurt Hawkins is under it. Let me just go under it. It's like, all right. That was cool. We kind of talked about everything going on. It's WrestleMania season. Shit's getting interesting. Shit's starting to heat up now. And where's WrestleMania? Should be happening soon. Yeah. And WrestleMania is guess where? New York. New York. New Jersey. New Jersey. Yes. In MetLife Stadium. The same site that it was in 29, which was how many years ago? Six years ago? It's crazy. It's after six years they're coming to WrestleMania. That's crazy. Um, So that means TakeOver is going to be in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes. Hmm. Last time I was there, I believe uh, we went. Yeah, and that was actually the first takeover, right? All five, all three of us were probably there, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So it's been how many years? That was like what, four years ago? Five years ago? Shit, dude, I'll fuck shit up. Something like that. Five years. You think I could do it? The fifth takeover. So that's something there. So you never know. Maybe yeah, my life. But nonetheless, this is the the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. This is you know this is basically the mastermind style. We got the big guy Rich. Fuck Mad Jacob. See you guys. And we got Nick, Yo, or owner and operator of Yo. And he still hasn't got his Oreos. No. Yeah. Where the fuck are the Oreos? They're still on the store shelf. Motherfucker. Come on. That sucks. Come on, Vinny. You got to get him his Oreos. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I'll race BWO. Come on, man. He's got a sight to run. <laughs> What? The man's got a site to run. He's got to cut intermission. He's got to cut four more episodes, man. We got to hold the fuck out. <laughs> uh, I guess he's got to wait now. Oh, man. I guess we have to wait for four he more needs- episodes. Crap. He needs we'll, his we'll, brain food. We'll see Come if on. I'm still alive for the next episode. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, nonetheless, you can check that out, PWO, Pro Sling Opinion. You can also check us out on, on Facebook, Twitter. You can check out the Twitter page that's run by... Rich, of course, I run the me and him run co run the Facebook and Instagram pages as well. YouTube, we also run, YouTube. yeah, we're also on YouTube, we're on um, basically all the different platforms Google Podcasts, uh, we're on Android Podcasts, you know, Apple Podcasts, freaking you know, app, you know, uh, Spotify, another big one. So, definitely, you can check us out on there. So, if anything, we'll see you guys out. See you guys, peace, get him Oreos. No, motherfuckers. but we got what well, we gotta have a count like one. Two, three, get the...